Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. This is Chad Russell along here with Kurt Souter of Further Still Ministries. And we are talking today to a, a group of men about a group of men in your life and how to have a team or a board of directors of your life and how men were not made to be islands and that we were meant to do life with other guys. And uh, we're talking today with Chris Burke, Jay Dorch, and Ronnie Cordray. And uh, we left the break a while ago talking about some of the bigger picture aspects of what it is to be or why we as men need other men. Yeah, and so a lot of times we, I mean, we just let our pride and ego get in the way, and and we and we many times think that we don't need these deeper connection with other guys in a, in a, not just friendship, but also friendship that has spiritual roots to it. And uh, Jay, you said something last night to me and to a group of us about you. You put too much expectation on on your wife Cheryl. Describe that a little bit and and kind of share that. Yeah, so for so many years, um, I had improper expectations on Cheryl, filling a void that I really didn't even know that I needed. I just knew I was missing something. And I kept expecting her to fill that void. And and what I come to realize was it could only be filled by godly men, Um, that that I needed men in my life that were going to speak truth to me, going to encourage me, going to love on me in ways that, that really she could not do. And so, and it's no no slam against Cheryl. Not at all. Not not in any way, shape, or form. But um, it actually developed uh, kind of a little bit of a wedge between us because I I, I had resentment I didn't even know I had mm. because I had that void. I didn't know what I was missing. But it wasn't until people like you and and Rick McIntyre and and other people came in my life, godly men, that exposed that need to me and showed me how to to, to fill it. We we were created to have relationships with other men and that doesn't doesn't mean we can't have an awesome unbelievable marriage with our wife and have you know transparency and vulnerability and all all that but it's that's not enough well and i think it frees us up to do that so when when i can go to men about man issues and i can get encouraged and sharpened by them then i can love my wife the way that God designed me to love my wife. Now she's going to respect me. I'm loving her. She's respecting me. And that that deal actually works the way God created it as opposed to I'm making her put on all the hats. She's already run down, let's just say my situation, by trying to raise you know four kids and their needs and their homework and their eating schedule and all these. Then I'm going to put my junk on her and then I'm going to expect intimacy in the relationship. It's just too much for her to handle. I remember a guy told me one time, your wife tells your son to take out the trash more than once. She shouldn't have to tell you to. And I, I haven't. Well, that would make. She don't take me. Tell me to take out the trash anymore. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that right now. I take the trash out, boys. I'm gonna tell you that right now. And if she point, has to do it more than once, that makes her your mom, and nobody sleeps with their mom. Well, exactly. And so that's the point. Once, once, once that was shared with me, I was like, I'm taking out the trash. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> but the more we 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 go to our wives as as our accountability partners, not to say there can't be an element of that within the marriage, but as our, they're everything, they, they're supposed to wear all those hats, it's just too much, and I think a lot of the marriage relationship breaks down with that. That's, uh, that is very true. Yeah, go you right, know, Ronnie. Listening to Jay say what he said, it, it reminded me of something I hadn't thought about for years. When Tish and I first got married, you know, I'd always heard, you know, your wife should be your best friend, you know, you should strive to make mm-hmm. your best friend, and about three years into marriage, I woke up and realized that I had confused Tish pursuing her as my best friend with her being my only friend mm. and i woke up and i mean i'm a relationship person but i was lonely because mm. i realized and you know this was pre-cell phones making it easy to talk with guys cross country that i'd gone to seminary with stuff but i realized i was like 
Dude, I haven't talked to a guy in two, three years, mm-hmm. which is unhealthy. It's really unhealthy. So, so Jay, um, talk about a, um, a guy who's listening who maybe is leaning too much on his wife. Yeah, so, um, you know, if, if that's you, I, I would just pray that, that you would identify some men in your life, you, you're with them every day, that, that you're willing to go and sit down with and, and expose who you are and be transparent with them and give them the permission to come into your life. I think most men are not willing to give that permission. They, d- they just put that wall up and they, they play a certain role and are not willing to give you permission. And it, that guy can't cross that line until you give him that permission. Uh, but when you do, you're going to have freedom. And that freedom is going to feel really good. And as you said, Chris, it really, and not, not just the blessing of of having good then solid male relationships, mm-hmm. but it really then enhances our marriage. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, part of being a man is owning the responsibility that God's given us to lead. And, you know, Ronnie talked about encouraging and accountability. I think as if there's men out here listening that are struggling within the confines of their marriage, you know, definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. So when was the last time you were encouraging to your wife? When was the last time you took the burden on your shoulders as far as maybe the household duties on an evening. When was the last time you pursued her romantically and really tried to dive in pursuing her in that way like you did when you were courting her or dating her? And so, you know, these types of things where the world tells us, we're, we're, you know, let's just be more stereotypical. We're making the money. We're doing these types of things. She's supposed to, in turn, respond a certain way. And that's just not the reality. A woman needs that connection uh, from a intimacy standpoint and they want to know that we're leading and so i think the more that we start to take the role of leadership but how do i do that right i need me i need ronnie to show me what that looks like he's got kids about my age i need jay to show me what that looks like he's got kids ahead of me he's got he's been married longer than me i need men to show me what that looks like so i can go home just like practice take those things that i'm learning within the group and put them into practice at home and now i change the system a little bit maybe i get results that are a little bit different than i've been getting yes and so, so let, let's talk a little bit about when we when we get together with some guys it's not like oh you know uh, sometimes it can become a complaining session mm-hmm. it can become how, how do we how do we keep it from becoming a you know negative a complaining session about you know life me and my marriage my family my work or whatever and and make it so it's an you know the bible mm-hmm. talks about it, proverbs 27 17 mm-hmm. as iron sharpens iron so one man sharpens another how how do we have those kind of relationships where there's iron sharpening iron going on. What does that look like? Well, it's got to be biblically based, right? So if we're living in the Word, we're not going to be sitting there complainers. And Bible talks that we should be overflowing with gratefulness, right, and and, and thankfulness. So as we get together and we, we air out some of our issues, but then we turn it back to, okay, well, how can we move in a direction that's dissimilar to the one that I'm currently in. So I think for a while it's easy in a men's group to get together. You're no good. I'm no good. Don't. Isn't it great that we have each other to crowd on? You know, <laughs> we're all there. Yeah, isn't that great? Yeah, we're we're, I'm glad to know you're as no good as I am. You know, and it's like, wait a second. No, that's not the point. The point is, yeah, let's let's figure out how we're failing. But how do we move in a direction to be more Christ-like? And I think um, through say man challenge that we got going on at Southeast, which is a shameless plug, but come on, man, we we need you. Come see us. Um, you get that teaching and then you get that accountability and it's not just hey man i'm really struggling with my eyes lust is a huge issue in my life oh that's great me too you know what sites are you looking at no 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 no. okay what's the accountability can you text me every morning can i put you on this 
you know, software that's going to send you the links that I'm looking up. Like, how do I move out of this? Not just confessing it, but then movement to to be more godly. Yeah, you know, when we're when we start to say, hey, no, 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 we, the Bible says, you know, we need to guard our hearts mm-hmm. above beca- all else, because mm-hmm. uh, above all else, mm-hmm. because out of it is 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 life. Mm-hmm. Um, Ron, you were going to say something. Yeah. Jason Epson taught us earlier this past semester that self-purification is not our end game. And so in the context of, now that's not to say no big deal, but it's like that is not our end. Our end is to make the king known, our mission. And so as I've been, you know, ultimately it's like, how do we execute in the context of male relation, biblical male relationships, pursuing modeling after Jesus' life? Because that's, that's ultimately the deal, but the question is, um, how can we best do that? And when when Jesus sent you know him out two by two, I'm I'm just starting to s- start feel the significance of why that's so important to help us stay on mission. And I think the more we get on mission of making the King known, the the better perspective we have when we're tempted to make stupid decisions that we're all capable of doing. Yeah, when, when we understand that we are here for the kingdom of God, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and God will take care of all the rest. Um, and we do that in the context of, oh, what, you know, Jesus sent him out two by two. By ourself, we are, we're prone to wander anyway, mm-hmm. but when we have a buddy next to us, it's, it just helps us um, be stronger, um, uh, having that ongoing encouragement and Ronnie what you said you know accountability um, that is that is so powerful yeah and intimacy is a word that no dude likes to associate with male friendship but the reality is we need intimate relationships because intimacy is defined as honesty nothing hidden Mm -hmm. yes that that's it it's not feminine it's honesty nothing yeah you know it's 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 interesting that King David said of Jonathan when Jonathan died in battle, now this is a this is a warrior. Mm-hmm. This is a man who mm-hmm. killed Goliath, and, and yet when Jonathan died, he says, "Your love was better than women, mm. than, than than that of of women, because he had this." Inc- and, and it wasn't because he was uh, intimate, physically. intimate physically. Yeah. It was because they had such a brotherhood that the, the Bible says there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother, mm. and that's what he was mm. talking about. Mm. Yeah. So, wow, time is flying, but we got to take another break. Take a break. Our final break, we're going to come back for our last segment, and we're going to kind of talk about a little bit more of if a guy's listening right now, and the name of the show is Solid Steps, what's a step a guy can take to say, hey, you know what? I don't have any male friendships in my life. I don't have anybody in my life. What's a step they can take? And then when they do take those steps, what are they going to talk about? What are ways, the kind of practical ways that we can sit down maybe and talk with guys and really learn to have intimacy as men? So we're going to take a break. Our final one here on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our final segment on Solid Steps Radio. And uh, we are talking today with a group of guys about being in a group of guys. And we want to thank our sponsors, Ellen and Credit Union, Carol Rogers Carpet One, 
for stepping up the plate and sponsoring. And if you're just joining us and you're like, boy, I want to hear more of this or you want to hear past episodes, you can go to soundcloud.com. You can go to iTunes. You can go to Facebook and you type in Solid Steps Radio and you can hear all of our past shows in their entirety, including this one. And we post those on our Facebook page on Mondays. So if you ever want to hear our shows, just go through our Facebook page. You can browse through and see those shows. You know, the other thing too, Chad, is as you're listening, there's somebody that you know that needs to listen to this show. Mm-hmm. Would you please pass this on to them? Yep. Because God wants to use you to minister, to be a blessing, to speak truth into another person's life. That's true. So, guys, we've been talking about how do we need each other, a men, iron sharpening, iron relationships. And sometimes when we hear this uh, conversation, we think that we can go from A to Z in about 30 seconds. And, uh, Ronnie, talk a little bit just real quickly about how it takes – uh, you know, time to develop these male relationships, these deeper friendships in the body of Christ. Yeah. So from my perspective, trust takes time. Um, it's not just a, even though you have the same purpose and, and motive, it still takes time, which is why I would subscribe that chemistry is real important. And if you're sitting there listening, and you're thinking, man, I don't have any, any kind of relationship like this. My encouragement is start somewhere, find the guy that, that maybe is closest to that because the analogy we use is, is is this a guy that you'd like to watch Super Bowl with? If the answer is no, it's probably not a good fit. But if it's yes, it's still going to take time. Yes, still will, still will take time. But when you have that commonality, and it doesn't mean, I mean, I've seen guys who are, you know, engineers and quiet and introverted and really intellectual, and, and then there's this total sanguine, you know, life of the party kind of guy. And I've actually seen that work. But you need to just prayerfully move forward um, and Jay, talk a little bit about um, um, the, the comment you made about guys really do want this. Yeah, so uh, I was searching for those male relationships, and I, I saw in the bulletin uh, years ago, men's fraternity at Southeast, and I, and I walked into a room, and there was 200-some-odd men in there, and I sat through that semester, and I, I sat at a table with guys I didn't know, and the, these men just loved on me and encouraged me and challenged me for that semester. And at the end, Rick McIntyre challenged me to become a table leader for the fall. And I, I didn't think I was qualified, uh, but he kind of talked me through it and, and told me what I needed to do. And I thought to get uh, 8 to 10 men to show up at Thursday morning at 6.15, I'm going to have to ask 50 or 60 men. <laughs> and, and so I went and I asked the first 25 guys, and 23 said yes. And it was a light bulb moment for me because I realized that I wasn't alone that I wasn't the only one that was searching. And and I had found answers through that semester with the men I didn't know. And now I've got 23 men that, that we started this journey of intimacy and getting to know each other and and really walking down the path of, of trying to live a biblical, godly male life. Iron sharpening iron. Yes. And it and, and doesn't matter if you're at, uh, where, you're, where you're attending church, where you're worshiping. And some of you listeners right now, you're not even attending church right now. And God is is calling you to come and be a part of the church. The New Testament word is the the called out ones, the, those who want to follow Jesus. And and you're you're not meant to do that alone. 
You got comments, Chris? Well, I would say, too, don't don't try to reinvent the wheel. Wherever your church is, they probably have a men's group somewhere. Uh, I talked about what we're doing at Man Challenge at Southeast. Come see us. I don't care where you're from, where you go to worship. If, you, if you've if you never been to a church service, come see us. Uh, we're going to give you an atmosphere and environment where you can start to develop some intimate male relationships. But, but there's you, some there's some also great churches around who are doing men's wherever stuff. Wherever you go. Yeah, wherever, wherever you, you go, go, I guarantee you there's a men's group somewhere. So um, in a perfect world, it grows organically, but most guys especially early on you're you're probably better off in some sort of structure and so but you got to seek that out man you got to pursue that uh take the first step i i would just say that if you're out there listening and you feel like your sin's too big to share or you feel like you're into some stuff that other guys just wouldn't relate to i would say that you're probably wrong i think the reason why the bible's true yesterday today and tomorrow is that God knows us, and He mm-hmm. and we haven't changed throughout the course of humanity. Our sin is still our sin. We're still tripping over pride and lust and greed. And uh, there's nothing new under the there's sun. There's nothing new under the sun. And the more you get around men who can relate to that, but then also give you the tools to overcome that through biblical principles, the more your sin is going to come out into the light, and the more you're going to be able to repent and actually move in a new direction. And you're going to see the fruit of that in such a way that you're going to see victory that you maybe didn't even think was possible. Uh, but you got to make that first step. Pursue God. He will draw near to you and do that within the framework of uh, biblical male relationships. And I, I know you won't be sorry. So... Um, I'm looking for some guys. I, I would say the first thing that we need to do is to, is we got to pray. And it's a simple prayer is, God, Lord, I need some other men. I need some other men. And uh, I can't believe how fast this hour has flown by. But I, I want each one of you guys just to, what's, what's the one nugget of truth? As you're, as you're talking to our listeners, what, what would that be? As we wrap up this, uh, this segment today, Jay, what, what's the one thing that you would share with the guys? That 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 they're willing uh, to love and to be loved. I, I feel like men. It's almost like Fonzie. You know, he, he couldn't say that word. It's like I, you know, what I'm saying. <laughs> and I always I giggle when I have some new men in my life, and I look at them and I tell them I love them for the first time, and I see the look on their face. <laughs> They it's freak really, out, don't they? It's really interesting um, and because they've never really heard that before. Mm-hmm. From another man. From another man. It's powerful. And I, I watched my grandfather do this. And, and the other part of, of it is there, there's a physical component to a male relationship. I know that sounds really weird, but you know when I see Burke, when I greet him, I can't wait to get my paws on him and hug him. <laughs> I, mean, I, I want him to feel. My grandfather imposed his love on mm. men by his touch. Mm. And that's powerful, too, because men don't. They're not comfortable with that. They have not experienced that before, maybe, from other men. That's good. Chris? I, I would say, Ben, you got to find that personal worship time. You, 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 you got to develop a personal relationship between you and God and pursue Christ, a confidence and a competence in who he is and what the Bible, not what your buddy says, not what your pastor says, not what some show that you watch one time. Who was Jesus? How did he walk? What did he say? And some confidence and competence in who the who the Jesus of the Bible actually is, the gospel, the truth of God's word, and start to spend time with God. You know, the Bible says whatever we ask in his name, he will give us. But I don't know about your job and I don't know about your salary, but I know when you start to pray that God will give you a Christ-like heart, and you start to pray about your compassion, you start to pray about your obedience, you start to pray about your tongue, God will show up in those things. So as much as we can do together as men, if we don't have what the pastors say. 
Chad, the pastors, one of the reasons they, they, they fell is they didn't have that private worship. Right. And so finding, blocking off that time, guarding that time with God, I think is so important to help start to transform your character into that of Christ. And then and then God will lead you to as, men. As, as you pursue him and as you keep your eyes open mm-hmm. and pray, God's going to connect you with other That's godly right. men. But it starts with that prayer. It's mm, good. It's good. Ronnie? Yeah, I would say this. You know, most guys don't want to die with a beer in one hand and, and a remote in the other. However, how many guys do just that? They die alone, lonely, isolated. Um, and we could talk all day about this, but I'd say one powerful tool to combat that is to commit yourself to pursuing and developing authentic, intimate male relationship, male friendship. And, and my encouragement is, in China, it takes time. You know, it's not a magic prayer formula and then boom, you've, you've got one. Um, I love how Jay says it. He says, you know, it's about in, being intentional, available, and vulnerable, uh, which, you know, that in, available is it does require time, you and know, effort if you, and effort. If you think you're going to develop this kind of awesome male friendship by only by not being available, by, you know, sending calls to voicemail all the time and stuff, you're just deceiving yourself. So guys that I see that are that are doing this in a healthy way, they're they're prioritizing this. Um and they're doing it without accidentally becoming an absent husband or dad, mm-hmm. which, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's not a win. If you're killing it with, with guys and then you're... Neglecting home. Yeah, that makes you a poser, I think, is what some guys would say. So yeah. um, that's, that's the biggest thing. And if you're doing this in a healthy way, make sure you're not accidentally giving your wife, if you're married, I know this isn't just married dudes, but if you are married, not accidentally giving your wife the leftovers you know, meaning information without emotion. Um, that's something that is easier said than done, but I'm learning that it's like, man, Tish needs to be the first person I share ideas and important information with. Otherwise, she's just getting cliff note information. Yeah, and that's not – and that's a whole other radio show. Yeah. But that's, that's really good mm. stuff. Guys, uh, Ronnie, Jay, Chris, awesome to have you. Really appreciate you guys coming in. Uh, thanks for your heart uh, for Jesus. Thanks for your heart for men and helping men become the men that God's called us to be. Mm. Um, Jay, would you close us out real quickly here? Um, Got it. Dear Lord, uh, just thank you for today, and I just want to pray fervently for our, for our listeners, Lord, that, that uh, for the ones that feel like they're alone, for the ones that feel like it's too late, uh, the one that feels like it's just impossible to, to get out of the trap they're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lord, you're the great Redeemer. Mm-hmm. And I pray that uh, they, that you continue to put men in their life, and they recognize that, and they take a step forward, and they start learning who you are. Lord, just ask these things in your name. Amen. 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 We thank you for Amen. listening. And uh, if you want to go fast, go by yourself. If you want to go far, you go with others. Mm. And we hope that these guys have spoken into your life, if you're listening, and that you will reach out to another group of men and um, just go down that journey with them. So thank you for listening to Solid Steps Radio. 